Hey, Justin here with Stay Home Dads Podcast. Welcome to the place that talk about a lot of dad stuff, a lot of kid stuff, guy topics, hopefully something that interests you in the slightest. That would be good. Anyways, thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in today. All right, so it's Thanksgiving week. Well, as you hear this, Thanksgiving has already happened, but of course I am recording this prior to the holiday. So I hope you guys had a great, great holiday, great gathering, a lot of cooking, a lot of prepping, a lot of eating, ton of work, right? Hopefully no problems, hopefully no family drama or headbutting. I know that can kind of develop over holiday gatherings, that's for sure. And I bet some of you have some stories, especially with politics and taxes and midterms, you know. I bet there was some heated moments in a few houses across the country, right? Well, anyways, I wasn't intending on doing a show today or this week, but a topic kind of popped up fresh in my mind. I got sick. Great, right? Well, I figured this would be a good time to share some tips for getting over colds and flus, things that I do that usually help me, remedies that I've implemented and they always seem to yield good results. So a little backstory. Remember the other week I was complaining, of course, about an E-Day that my kids had? Well, maybe that was even just last week. But now my oldest daughter, Olivia, was sent home from school early last Wednesday. She had a light fever, headache, so bummer, she's coming home. Well, the following day, Thursday, she was much worse. Really bad fever, hacking cough, stuffed up. So I took her to the doctor, and sure enough, influenza A. So check that box. We're, uh, we're definitely in it. So Thursday, no school. Friday, no school. Well, a couple days later now, over the weekend, my other daughter, my youngest daughter, gets sick. Comes down to the exact same symptom. So, damn it, this thing is spreading. It's, it's coming for me. I know it is. I'm still kind of confident, though, that I'll be fine. I'm not playing with kid toys. I'm not sticking my hands in my mouth. You know what I mean? I'm not transferring all those germs, right? Right? I mean, I should be safe. Well, no, I was wrong. It, it got me. Just when I had thought I had escaped, nope. I started feeling kind of crappy, got a little uh, headache. Granted, not as bad as my kids. I don't have a, a hacking cough. I'm not stuffed up. Just a headache and a mild fever. But actually, headache and mild fever typically come with everyday parenting, right? So, so far, my wife has still escaped the clutches of this influenza. So, hopefully she keeps it at bay. But anyways, the reason I think I have kicked this flu better than my kids... Well, first off, it's because I don't stick my hands in my mouth and I'm not coughing in the face of others like kids tend to do. But I think it's a few things that I kind of do to help my body get over this and the common colds and other things a little more quickly. So I thought it'd be kind of fun. I'm going to run through the list of things I do and I believe wholeheartedly work for me. And then I'm going to go on the internet and do some digging on the web and... See if actual doctors and health professionals think my ideas are total bullshit. So, sounds like a great idea, right? What can go wrong? Poke holes in my own story. Alright, the first thing I do. At the first hint of feeling something, a sore throat, or anything that I feel like is coming on, I take a zinc tablet. Like, literally any inkling, any little tickle, anything. I take a, a chewable I think they're a Kroger brand called the Zinc Cold Therapy. I will eat one of those a day until my symptoms are gone. 
I think they come in other names too. Zycam, Walgreens, Equate. They're all over the place. They're easy to find. But the reason is, is that I read somewhere that zinc is really good for inflammation and boosting the immune system. Plus, the bottle says it can reduce the duration of a cold. So, hey, why not? I'll try it. Also, your body doesn't produce any zinc. We only get it through things that we eat. So I figure a good boost of zinc will help me get through this type of cold. And it can't hurt, right? All right, on to the internet. Well, WebMD says Australian researchers have found that the supplement appears to shorten respiratory tract infection, cold and flu symptoms, and a pulmonologist they talked to said that most clinical evidence supports the use of zinc supplement for prevention and treatment of colds, some inflammatory processes, and respiratory infections. So sweet. That's good news, right? I'll keep doing it. But according to Mayo Clinic, they say that large amounts of zinc are toxic, they can cause copper deficiency, anemia, and damage to the nervous system. Well, damn it. That's not good. There's a flip side of taking too much zinc, I guess. And the zinc nasal sprays, as well as the lozenge, the throat lozenge, they have side effects. Some of them are quite negative side effects. But wait, they also say that it can reduce cold symptoms, and they also don't mention anything about the chewable ones that I take, so hey, I think it's still worth keeping in my regimen. All right, step two. I drink a ton of tea, and I eat Ricolas like an influencer sells diet pills, okay? I eat them all the time. I'll drink tea all day long. I get that yogi tea. It's a throat comfort or whatever. I put a couple teaspoons of honey in it, make it nice and hot, and I will sip on that all day long, 12 hours, whatever. And the same with cough drops. I just don't let my sore throat linger, or when I feel a sore throat coming on, I don't just deal with it. I try to get ahead of it and take something so it just doesn't keep getting worse and worse and worse. So the first sign of a little tickle in my throat, I take something. Yes, I know this isn't really earth shattering or new technology or anything, but that's just what I do and it seems to really help me. Also, I kind of try to stay away from caffeine. I limit my coffee intake. Yes, this tea that I take is caffeine free. I don't drink a bunch of carbonated stuff either, so I think that kind of helps. Does it do anything? I don't know, but I'd like to think it does. All right, well, the internet says tea is good, right? That's no-brainer. I will link a Healthline article in the description that goes through a bunch of different tea types and what good they do. I'm not going to read through every one of those. It'd be kind of a waste of time. I'll let you read it on your own. But they say tea is great to use not only to make yourself feel good, but it can fight, it can definitely fight cold and flu symptoms. The Journal of Infectious Disease and Preventative Medicine says that green tea is a great cold fighter because of antioxidants. And they mention one here that I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of. It's quercetin, quercetin, something like that. It acts as an antiviral agent, hindering viral replication of many viruses, including influenza. So drink up your tea. Do it, even if you don't like it. Put a little honey in it if you need it to be a little sweeter, and just drink it throughout the day. Next is exercise, or at least getting outside and getting that fresh air, going for walks, whatnot. On the actual working outside, this really depends on how bad I feel or how bad the cold is, but I do try to get into the gym if I'm not too down and out. Is it bad to work out when you're not feeling well? I don't really think it's gonna make me feel any worse, and I think getting, getting your sweat on, getting a, getting a little action in the sweating department, sounded kinda of weird, I think that can help move the cold on a little faster, get your heart rate going, get your body moving, get your blood pumping, for me anyways. 
I think it uh, it helps. It's better than just sitting on my couch in a fetal position. So that's what I try to do. Now, you may be sitting there telling yourself, hey man, don't go work out. You're sick and you're going to spread your sickness and your virus and all around and with your sweat and your heavy breathing, right? Well, okay, you do have a good point there, I'll be honest. But like I said, it does depend on how I feel. If I'm feeling like really gross and I'm just in the throes of the influenza and I'm hacking and coughing and everything, then of course, I'm not going to go. Plus, I wipe down all the equipment I use anyways. But when I do go to the gym, I don't work out as hard as I usually do. I kind of take it a little bit easy. Like I said, I just get in there to sweat a little bit, get my heart pumping a little bit, and I'm not going to go if I'm really, really sick, like I said. Also, if you have gym equipment at home, you could, uh, you could be safe and you could use your weights at home. I have a Peloton at home. I actually did use that a couple times this week. Just get some light cycling in, light weights, stuff like that. Also, getting outside. Take a walk. Get some fresh air. Do some yard work. Whatever. Get your body moving. Get out in that fresh air. That's a great way to combat getting over your cold, at least for me. Granted, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a pulmonologist. I don't know anything. This is just personal experience, but that's what I think. And if it doesn't really help you help you, at least gets your mind off of it and you accomplish something when you're not feeling that great instead of just laying around and feeling miserable. That's my opinion. It's also great for hangovers. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but if you get yourself into that predicament, you can't just be a little, uh, little baby and laying around in your bed curled up in a ball all day waiting for the pain to go away. Push through it, get out there, get outside, get the fresh air, get some yard work done, rake some leaves, move yourself around, and just sweat it out. That's, that's what I think. Hopefully my hangovers are behind me. I don't really drink that much anymore, but you never know. All right, so the internet, according to the internet on this question, it's okay to exercise if your symptoms are above the neck. So as long as you don't have chest congestion or body aches, and you don't have a fever, then you can work out. If you have the flu, WebMD says wait at least 24 hours after your fever breaks to go work out so you don't spread your germs around. They also say exercise could stress your body more, making you feel worse and slowing your recovery. Now, like I said, I only had a mild fever, but maybe, maybe I should lighten up on the exercise while I'm sick. Maybe at least just stick to going for walks outside and riding my Peloton and stuff like that. I don't want to spread germs. I know you're probably yelling at me, so maybe I'll stick to that. All right, step four in Justin's unverified book of secrets on getting over colds and flu. This one is the hot tub. Yes, the relationship building tool that my wife and I got a couple years ago, which yes, we still use it and we still enjoy it. It is a great tool for focusing on your spouse and talking and relaxing and just being around each other without devices. It's great for that. But I like to use it for times like this when I'm coming down with influenza. Now, I just started this. I actually just used it this week for being sick. I never really thought about it in the past. So I've done it a few times this week, and I really do think it does help. I do feel better after getting out of it. I turn that thing up to like 103. I get in there for a good 15 or 20-minute soak, and it's kind of the same concept as exercise. You just kind of get hot, you sweat it out, plus the full body massage probably doesn't hurt. It feels pretty good. But yeah, it's hot, and I think that's the point. If I had a sauna, I would probably give that a try as well. 
Or you could probably take a really hot bath. If you don't have a hot tub, that'd probably do the trick as well. So on this topic of hot tub, I can't really find anything from a health-related website like WebMD or Mayo Clinic or anything like that that even talks about using a hot tub when you're sick, which that kind of sucks. But I do get a bunch of, you know, quote-unquote wellness and hot tub pages that do recommend using them when you're sick. Are the statements they're using backed up by science? I don't know, probably not. But according to these pages, they say that it will boost your immune system, increases your body's temperature, inducing what they call a false fever, and helping you fight off viruses. They also say it rids your body of harmful toxins. Honestly, sounds like a lot of witchcraft to me and uh, salesman bullshit claims to sell hot tubs. But either way, I'm going to still use mine for cold and flu symptoms. I'm just going to get in it, soak, sweat, and be done. Like I said, my first-hand opinion it made me feel quite a bit better, and I've used it, what, two or three times this week, and I feel good. Like, t- today, as I'm recording this, I feel great. So, my kids are still hacking, I feel great. So, does the hot tub do something? I don't know. I like to think it does. The sauna, on the other hand, I did find some medical articles on that, and they said regular sauna use can reduce the incidences of colds, but further studies are needed. I actually think I did read somewhere where you don't want to sweat in a sauna if you are currently sick, but I couldn't find it again for some reason. Also, cold showers kind of goes into this hot tub, hot tubs and cold showers. Cold showers, not sure it totally helps. Maybe it's a bit counterproductive to the hot tub, getting in a cold shower, but I do like to incorporate them now and then. Not a cold, cold shower, just, you know, kind of cool. Kind of feels like it shocks my body in a way. It's not some crazy ice bath, but just enough to make me slightly uncomfortable. And Healthline says that cold showers, less than 70 degrees, have been around for years and years, and they take advantage of our body's tendency to adapt to harsh conditions. And as a result, our bodies become more resistant to stress. So probably a good thing to incorporate definitely when you're not sick. Not sure about when you are sick. But they also say that the shock of cold water stimulates something called looky sites. I don't know what that is, but they help fight infection in the body. So cold showers can help with resistance to the cold and flu. So there you go on that. Lastly, yes, I do take over-the-counter medications, you know, cold and flu stuff, NyQuil or DayQuil or Equate, whatever. I do take them. Not any big news here. You should be doing this as well on the onset of a cold or flu symptoms. I think people think they don't need them or they don't really work or they have a side effect. I don't know. I would say just do it. Just take one. As soon as you feel something, I take a DayQuil during the day, the pills. I take a NyQuil or an Equate at night, go to bed, and uh, seems to work. No, I didn't, I didn't go on the internet and do a bunch of research on this. I'm assuming they work. So, All right, that's all I have for today's sick episode of Stay at Home Dad's podcast. Some worthwhile tips in there, I think. Some things that some of you may find helpful, at least I hope. I'll throw some links in the description so you can check out some of those articles. All I know is my wife is always impressed and maybe slightly jealous of how fast I get over colds and flu symptoms. I tend to recover quite quickly. Things that take her a week usually take me just a few days. So I figured I would share these tips with you. Maybe it's nothing though. Maybe it's just that I have a great immune system. Either way, if you have any questions or comments for me, just head over to podme.com and let me know. 
Also, you can check out all of my episodes on there as well. And you can also click a little button that says follow. And you can follow me so you don't miss any of this great content. All right, I know it's a little short episode this week, but it's a holiday. I want to get back to the family. But also, I will be taking next week off. So I will throw up a classic episode. If you want to listen to that, check that out. Anyways, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you all very soon.